Hi everyone and welcome to Ask the Coach Show episode 16. We've got a rainy day here in Melbourne for a change and I'm Jeff Plum from pinkskills.com and with me as always is Alois Rosario. Welcome Alois. Yes, good morning Jeff and uh, yeah, a bit stormy, a bit, uh, bit rainy but still very warm in, in still beautiful Melbourne. Excellent. Yes, beautiful Melbourne as always, even though it's thunder and lightning and rain. <laughs> Apparently we've got yeah. the... Yeah, I'm Melbourne, isn't it, for four seasons in one day, so maybe we'll get some beautiful sunshine later on. That's right. You can never tell in Melbourne. And uh, I'm a bit bleary-eyed this morning, Jeff, because I tried to stay up to watch the World Cup uh, finals. I, I, I watched a bit of the semi-final with uh, Zhang Jike and Timo Boll. But uh, it couldn't last. But uh, yeah, just been reading a little bit about the the results this morning. Some interesting things happening. Yeah, a bit of controversy there, wasn't it? Yeah, So uh, Zhang Ziqi ended up beating Ma Long in the final, four three, twelve ten in the seventh game, and uh, apparently in his celebrations, kicked through the barriers, and as a result, has be his uh, prize money has been with uh, withheld. So uh, yeah. Yeah, interesting wow, times. Pretty excited to uh, kick his foot through the barriers and and cause some damage there. It's an interesting scenario. Yeah, so he's, he's talked about the the fact that he's uh, he felt a bit of pressure because his form hasn't been great. So this obviously was a really big big occasion for him, and uh, it really overwhelmed him at the end. And you know he's he's done something like that. He's uh, put his put his foot through the barrier. Okay. All right. Well, let's get stuck into our first question. And our first question is from Yigo. And Yigo asks, I have a friend that can do a serve almost as fast as a drive and low, just about above the net, hitting near the edge of the table. Chances of countering it are slim. Most of the time, my shot goes high. How do you counter this serve? Yes. So, Yigo, um, one thing to think about is, that it might seem fast, but um, if you're in a really good ready position, um, then you don't need to move too much. So the first thing is to make sure you get a really nice wide stance so that you can cover a lot of the table. And then it's a matter of watching the ball really carefully. So making sure that you're watching the ball um, when he's serving. So as, it's, as he's throwing it up, as he's hitting it, um, track that ball well. And you'll start to find that you'll you'll find a few you know, milliseconds that um, will help you to react. Um, what sort of stroke should you play? If you if you're finding the ball coming really fast, then just block the ball. Just a nice simple block on the ball will um, will also send the ball back to them pretty fast. So um, um, then then it's a matter of thinking about just. Uh, placing the ball well um, to, to get the ball in the right position as well. Okay, good tip. So you go, yeah, try and get in a good ready position at, and at the start try and just block the ball back and think about your placement. And then if that starts working well, maybe you can add a little bit more to your stroke. But give that a try and I'm sure you'll start to improve against this deadly serve. Okay, next question is from Eugene. Eugene says, I'm interested in a stroke that I'm probably inventing as I've never seen it used. 
You know the backhand block executed with the wrist movement when the bat curves the ball? I'm wondering if the same stroke can be executed on the forehand side. Yeah, so you can, uh, Eugene. So, so both with um, with the so the block that that you're doing that, you can also do the same thing on the forehand side. Um, you don't see it as often because um, on the forehand side, most people will try to make an attacking stroke there, but. The great master himself, uh, Jan Ove Waldner, used to use it every now and then and use it very effectively. He used to use it especially against um, defensive players that were trying to attack and he'd, he'd uh, do that to keep them close to the table so that then the next ball he, he'd, he'd play strong at them. But, yeah, so it is possible. You know, it's just getting the, the bat at the right angle and, and side on to the ball a bit and just brushing brushing the ball on the side, almost like a, a bit of a tomahawk serve, but with a block. So here, and with the backhand, you're doing that as well. Okay. So Eugene, as always, make sure that your standard strokes are, are really, you know, well-grained and you can play them consistently first. So you've got a great forehand block, and then you can start experimenting around with different shots and um, see what effects you can get. All right. Now, Kustav has got a question. Kustav asks, what is the most important aspect in table tennis? Is it the service or the return or the footwork or the third ball attack or the speed or the spin or anything else? Yeah. Well, Kustav, our, um, our video on the most important aspect in table tennis is that the first thing is you need to be able to get the ball on the table and just being able to control the ball is really important. Now, all of those aspects you talk about, they are all important to develop your game, And but the thing is that if there's one of those things that you're really weak at, then your game becomes um, quite uh, difficult to play because your opponent is going to pick up on that and really try to exploit it. So if you can't play a topspin, um, then they're, they're going to know that, you know, if they play with backspin, that they're going to be able to get the first attack, um, all, all sorts of things. So really think about just trying to make sure that your basics are right. And that's why we really focus a lot on the basics to start off with in the game. You know, making sure you can um, play a forehand and backhand counter hit, forehand, backhand push, forehand, backhand topspin. As long as you've got some basics there, then you can build on that. And there isn't a big hole in your game so that um, your opponent can just exploit that and win a lot of points on one thing during the game. So, so unfortunately, all of those aspects are important. You know, your footwork's important to be able to get to the ball. Uh, if you haven't got good footwork, then, again, they're going to be able to move you around and, uh, and win, the, win the game or win a lot of points easily. So, so first up, get the ball on the table. That's what we think is the, is the most important skill. And then make sure you've got a good basic grounding of all the basics in table tennis. All right. Great advice, Alois. Now, the next question is from Kai. Kai asks, I've noticed that in table tennis, a lot of the professionals wipe the top corner of the table every now and then. I wouldn't have thought they would use that bit of the table very often. Do you know why this is? Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting one and uh, one that puzzles a lot of our um, our viewers. So 
what the players do is they will uh, walk up to the table just near the net and they'll wipe their hand on the table. So what it is, <clears throat> they're not trying to clean the table. What they're really trying to do is just try to wipe the sweat off their hand. Um, and often the table's a little bit cooler, so that cools your hand down as well while you're wiping the sweat off. Um, it, as a lot of you will know, the rule is that in table tennis you're not allowed to towel down. Um, you're, sorry, you're only allowed to towel down every six points. So um, in between times they use that. Um, unfortunately though, a lot of players start to use it as a little bit of a time-wasting tactic as well. And it also be, almost becomes a bit of a, a habit or a bit of a routine that they get into. So um, they walk up to the, to the table, wipe their, wipe their hand um, near the net, um, just as a as a way to, to waste a few seconds to gather their thoughts can can work well for them as well. Yeah. So is it really wasting a few seconds? Is that is that a, a bad thing or is that you know good for their three point routine? Um, I think for the player it's good. Um, I think it just slows the game down a bit though, and mm -hmm. yeah, it can be a little bit puzzling to uh, to viewers to as to what what they're doing. It's um, Certainly, nothing wrong with the with the table or uh, or the cleanliness of the table. Excellent. All right. Um, now we just had a question from Skips, who has just joined our Google Plus Hangout. Thanks very much, uh, Skips, for asking a question. Now, Skips asks, "What is the best pen hold rubber?" Ah, interesting one. Well, as we uh, as we say with all of our equipment, there's no one. Um, bit of equipment that is perfect. Um, it's just a matter of finding a rubber that, that you feel comfortable with. Often the pen hold players will use a little bit harder, um, harder sponged rubber so that uh, because they're brushing over the ball, they can brush over the ball a little bit more. So um, yeah, so uh, something with a little bit harder sponge underneath it. But again, it's really not about the rubber um, to to improve your skills. It's about the training. So so skips. Um, yeah, find find something that's reasonably comfortable for you. I mean, there's there's no if if you use Mark Five as a beginner pen hold, still fine. Um, so yeah, just find something that that you feel comfortable with. Certainly, there is no one uh, best rubber. Excellent. All right. Good luck with your search, skips. Okay, so now we're going to move on to the Ping Skillers question of the day. And as we mentioned before, with uh, Zhang Zikou playing in the World Cup overnight, he won the final and then he kicked the barriers and put a hole in the barriers, it sounds like. Um, and the committee has decided that he will forego his prize money for that behaviour. So our Ping Skillers question of the day is, should Zhang Zikou receive his prize money for winning the World Cup. Hopefully that generates a bit of discussion, Alois. Yes, I think it certainly will because it's uh, an interesting one. It's something you don't see a lot in table tennis. You don't see a lot of uh, penalties having to be applied for um, sportsmanship issues. So, yeah, I think uh, I think our ping skillers out there will uh, will be quite interested in this one. Yes, all right. We'll leave a comment. Let us know your thoughts. And that wraps up episode 16. Thanks again for watching. Make sure to go to pingskills.com and check out all the information we have on our website. 
and we will see you again for episode 17 shortly. Thanks for watching. See you, Alois. Bye. See you later.